Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing good. We made it through election. We have a new president, and the world's still spinning. And so, you know, hopefully things get back to a little bit more of a new normal. Just stay away from the social media and the inundation of, you know, everybody's opinions. And uh, just try to focus on life. Yeah. you You know, with the inauguration last week, the markets, is it interesting, Matt and Damon, that the markets have stayed pretty stable? Is that surprising? It really isn't. If you look at the data. So first thing, when Damon and I have had a lot of clients that have called and kind of said, hey, what do you think is going to happen? What should we be doing? Should we move to cash? Should we do this and that? And so Damon and I, we've been teaching, we've been coaching and kind of explaining how this works to a lot of our clients. So I'll say the same type of things that I've been saying to them, that at the end of the day, the markets don't really change a whole lot when the Democrats are in power or the Republicans are in power. It doesn't change a lot when you have an election and you have a change in who's in control. But we're super emotional, right? So as human beings, we get fired up about this and we've seen that emotion and it's boiled over and it's been created chaos. But the markets continue to go up and people say, why in the world is that happening? You know, there's all these reasons I could justify why one day the market could go up and up and it could be 10% down because of all the craziness that's happened. And what basically is the bottom line with that is, is the markets are actually looking out six months from now. And they're forward looking and they're basically saying, do we think the economy and the stocks, the companies that we're investing in, do we think they will be making more money? Do we think their profits will be up? And basically the signals are all saying, as long as the vaccine rolls out, as long as the herd immunity goes forward, as long as the economy continues to open up, that will happen. And that would have happened whether there was a Republican in office or Mm -hmm. a Democrat in office. And so while we as individuals get super tied up and caught up in the emotions of politics and we can fight our best friend over some of these issues, mm-hmm. the markets really don't care. And, and there's prime examples. I mean, the markets were up the two days that we had the capital violence, the protests and the follow up from that the next day. The markets were up both days. You would okay, think why that, is that? Why? I mean, because everyone's glued to their phones and glued to TV and everybody's scared of what happens next. But the market not affected. Why? Again, the markets are not emotional about these short term events. They're looking out long term and the future still look bright long term. There wasn't any news that came out and said, oh my gosh, GDP just dropped or so-and-so's earnings fell through the floor. Mm-hmm. Those type of things would have startled the market and caused you know the markets to go down. If the Fed said, hey, we're suddenly raising interest rates, those are things that will impact those investments down the road. The short term, the noise, the headlines, the political things that are going on, those don't have a, as big of a thing. Now, again, if we declared war against some country mm-hmm. and we started doing that, that would impact the markets because suddenly there's chaos and there is limitations and there might be limitations in the type of business we can do internationally if something like that occurred. And so we have to separate some of those emotions because it really doesn't impact the markets as much as we think it would. And thinking about this, this is one of the reasons why Matt and I do what we do and why people, whether you're in retirement or not, we happen to specialize in in people 50 and older in retirement is they look for someone, an advisor, to, and this is one of the things that they do is to help them be emotionally strong and to take out the emotion out of things because, again, nobody cares more about your money than you do, but 
on the same token, nobody's going to be more emotional about your money than you are. And you have to make good decisions. And so one of the things that we've been doing through this election, through COVID, through all of these things is being able to help people look and say, hey, we made decisions based off of solid principles. We made decisions based off of these things that you want to do in your life. And here's why we are still sticking to these things. Here's the adjustments we're going to make for COVID or for if you're going to retire next year or because of an election, but we're not going to be reactive to the emotional side effects of an election. And by doing that over the last 20 years, we've been able to have very consistent returns for our clients through retirement. And that's what retirees want. They want to sleep eight hours a night. They don't want to be up in the middle of the night worrying that their money's going to be dropping because Biden's getting uh, inaugurated or Trump's on his way out. You know, it's about being emotionally strong and being able to understand how do I create a retirement that's what I want, meaning I can go out and golf or see my grandkids and do those things and not have to change my decisions and how I live my life because of what's happening in the world around me. History happens and yes, there's ups and downs and crazy things that happen. But like Matt was saying, the statistics show that Republican, Democrat, you know, this or that, the market tends to to do what it's going to do. And you have to follow those trends and make make adjustments based off of solid economic principles, not emotional ones. The new year brings a threat of new problems created by Congress. Morningstar asked IRA expert Ed Slot if we need to be worried about a tax increase. Well, his answer is follow the numbers. Look at the deficits and the debt. At some point, the bill comes due. And the accounts that are most in trouble are the retirement accounts, tax-deferred accounts, 401ks, 403bs, IRAs. They're on the chopping block. Why? Because that money has not yet been taxed. It's like a sitting duck for Congress, a big juicy steak. They always seem to go, obviously, where the money is. Those accounts are most at risk of higher taxes maybe even as soon as 2021. Ed Slot, thank you. Is there anything that we can do about that? How can we protect our retirement accounts from Congress? Sounds like Ed Slot's been listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Matt and I for like five, six, seven years have been preaching this same tune that our national debt continues to rise and it's not getting paid down and uh, taxes are low. And so, you know, most of the wealth in the United States is in baby boomer accounts that are IRAs and 401ks that have never been taxed. And one of the biggest things that's overlooked in a retirement plan is how are you going to draw income out of that in a tax efficient way? If you got a million dollars in your retirement account, you may feel really good and say, hey, I've done a lot of work, I've saved, that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? You really only have about $750,000 in that account because Uncle Sam still has to take his 25%. And so, again, if you can be more efficient, if you could say, hey, what if I only have to give Uncle Sam 15% of this money? Well, that puts another $100,000 of that money back in your pocket, which means you got that much more to spend in retirement. And there's a gentleman that I know y'all have heard of and y'all have probably worked with before, and I've never heard of him, but his name is Ted Benna. He is the guy who designed the very first 401k retirement account. A lot of people call him the father of the 401k. And he says that tax breaks should be offered for people who put a portion of their retirement in an annuity. Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, is this a good idea? Well, I think you first have to look at and say, okay, anytime you are receiving a tax break, a tax credit, it's because the government is wanting you to do something. They're trying to provide an incentive. And that's either to benefit them or it's to benefit you, right? So you have to first ask the question and say, is this going to benefit me? So why would the father of the 401k suggest 
saying, hey, people should be incentivized to put some of their money into an annuity as they approach retirement. Well, he's trying to help the average retiree be successful in retirement. And so what has changed about retirement is we are no longer retiring with pensions. Only about 20% of the workforce even has a pension. And so 80% of us are going to retire without that pension, which means that Social Security is the only steady income that we have inside of our financial plan. We don't have anything else. And so what an annuity does really well, and again, there's really crummy annuities out there. There's some good ones out there. You have to be really picky about what you pick, but the overall purpose of an annuity is to provide guaranteed lifetime income. It's supposed to replace a paycheck. Mm -hmm. So, and it's supposed to, and it does it really efficiently. If you can pick the right ones that doesn't have a bunch of high fees and a bunch of high risk. Getting an annuity is like getting a new car. Like there are a ton of options out there. (laughs) Well, you can go buy a car that's a total junker. That's going to cause you, you know, misery and and a bunch of repairs and a lot of expense. You can buy something that's awesome. Right. And so you got to find the right one, but the purpose of a car is to get you to, from point A to point B. Well, the purpose of annuity is to be able to provide guaranteed lifetime income. So if you think about your retirement, you kind of say, well, Social Security, I've kind of done the math. It's going to cover about 60% of what we need to live and live comfortably for the rest of our life. It'd be really nice to get a paycheck every year or every month that covered the other 30 or 40%. Well, that's what an annuity potentially could do. And so what the father of the 401k is trying to say is, hey, if we had started incentivizing people with some sort of a tax break by putting money into that, maybe some of that money comes out tax free or something like that, it would encourage people to do that, which may cause people to take the appropriate actions with their retirement. So they're not taking too much risk and they're planning for that income need that they'll have. And so I don't think it's a bad idea. My biggest concern would be that if people are incentivized to do that, will be too many people be pushed to a crummy kind of annuity. And so Damon and I, anytime we're evaluating an annuity that someone has or that we would potentially be recommending for someone, we do what's called an annuity x-ray. And basically it's an analysis to pull back the layers and say, okay, if you chose this annuity, what are the gotchas in it? What, What kind of fees would you be paying? What kind of benefits would you get? Does this work out for you? And is this the best thing for you? Or is this the best thing for the agent that's selling it or for the company that's offering it? And if you can find the right ones, there are some phenomenal annuities that do a really good job at solving a re- major retirement problem, but you've really got to be picky about what you pick. And, and let me say this, if you're one of those that are out there driving around or listening right now and you say, okay, I, I've got an annuity, but I don't know what kind. If you have one that is called a variable annuity, then likely you have one of these crummy ones that Matt and I are talking about. Because if you know most Wall Street brokerage houses, uh, if they do offer an annuity, most of the time, it's one of these variable annuities because the commissions are high and they're still in mutual funds. And so the fees are tremendously high and they don't, they're typically sold as a safe type of investment when in reality, they're, they're not necessarily that. And so we do a lot of annuity x-rays on variable annuities to help people understand what they have and to give them options. But yes, as Matt was saying, there are some really good options and what an annuity does well is provide income. And, you know, it used to be that retirement was a lot easier because of pensions. And you had a whole pension team that was doing the behind the scenes work, making sure it was going to last and and provide you that income for your entire life. Well, that's no longer there. But just to give you an example, we had a client that came in who 
had already retired and they had a plan, but they were really concerned at how quickly things were getting spent down. And they had Social Security that between he and his wife, it was covering about 40% of their monthly nut. And then the rest of their portfolio, which was fairly sizable, was having to cover the rest of it. And when they came in and we were able to show them that through a portfolio analysis, that not only did they have too much risk for the stage of life they were at. And the problem with that is if we had major downturns, it was really going to cause them problems in their income down the road five, 10 years from now. That above and beyond that, they had fees that were almost more expensive than their mortgage. And in going through this analysis, we were able to take them through this and show them that, look, if we were to incorporate a good annuity Mm -hmm. into this plan, we were able to now meet 100% of their monthly nut with about 55% of their portfolio, which left 45% of their other stuff for the fun stuff. The things that they didn't have to depend on every month, the entire portfolio anymore for income, they were able to meet the monthly nut, which gave them a lot of peace of mind. And that's what a good annuity can do. Now it's not the end all be all, and it doesn't mean that it's the only way to provide good income in retirement. It's really an independent thing, but it certainly shouldn't be something that should be just thrown out just because you say the A word. And, and that's what it is for a lot of people, an A word that's offensive and causes a reaction well, and that's negative. Well, so. I mean, again, I would probably say that 97% of all annuities that Damon and I look at, yeah. mm-hmm. we think are complete garbage, yeah. right? not in the client's favor. There's a story in the New York Times that says, people who own the digital currency Bitcoin, they've either forgotten or they lost their passwords to it to the tune of $140 billion worth of the cryptocurrency just out there not claimed. It's stories like this, and you hear about that when it's people using those robo-advisors to help manage their money. So uh, what's a good way of getting that money back? Well, I, I was reading an article about a guy that he had done some Bitcoin mining, had some on a hard drive, threw the hard drive away, and now he's calculated that it's worth $233 million. Oh, God. The problem is it's in the city dump. And so this is in England or something. And so he's petitioning the city council to get permission to dig up the city dump in the area that he believed his trash was pushed when <laughs> at that time to try to find it. And his deal with them is, I'll give the city a fourth of the money. <laughs> but and so this I'm poor so guy is like, wow. right. So who knows if it's even functional, right? I mean, it's probably warped or weathered or been sitting in water or who knows what. But this poor guy would have had, you know, $233 million if he had hung on to this well, Bitcoin. What's really happening is... <clears throat> Skynet has it, right? And they're building Terminators, <laughs> right? Um, it's crazy. The computers are are controlling all that, and it's interesting. But you know, our technology is improving. It's growing. And it's not something you can overlook. In our practice, we use technology to help us be better. It's actually allowed us a couple of years ago to lower our fees. Imagine that because of our cost to do business went down. And so there's a lot of positives to technology, but it's not 100% foolproof. And so Matt and I use technology to help us do the analysis that we need to do for our tactical management strategies. But at the same time, we are using our wisdom and uh, our 20 years of experience to also help us make wise choices in building these plans for people and to relate to them. Computers don't relate to us. They don't care that Mm -hmm. that $233 million is sitting in the dump. Right. They don't care that we want to go on vacation next year. And so we have to, combining those two things allows us the best of both worlds to allow people to have what they want to have a face. You know, even through all this pandemic, most of our clients still want to come in 
a lot of times with a mask on, but sit down because it's we're relatable. We can understand their feelings and emotions and, and their goals and priorities and make those our priorities to make sure that their retirement is, is what they want. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.